0: Welcome to Spirit Driven Success. We are Spirit Driven entrepreneurs, creatives, ministry leaders, and business owners coming together to reach our God-inspired goals and visions. We believe that the spiritual realm is just as real as the physical realm, and we want to access Godly wisdom so we can experience increase and grow the kingdom together. If you are new to this community, welcome, and we pray that through these conversations, the Holy Spirit can lead you into new levels of growth in your faith, ministry, and business. If you are looking for further business mentorship and community, get access to our special $1 trial by heading over to spiritdrivensuccess.org. Inside, you'll get access to our live training, sharing Bible-based success strategies, a free kingdom business success secrets course, and worksheets to help you reach your God-inspired goals and visions. This community is powerful, and you can get access by heading over to spiritdrivensuccess.org. Hey, what's going on? It's Adam here, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Driven Success. Today is going to be awesome. We're going to talk about the progress that is painful, the progress that is painful. The reality is, is if you're listening to this, here's what I know about you. You have a vision that you are going after, that you are excited about. And the reality is, is that sometimes you get to the part in your vision where you need to make progress in areas that are painful to you. Sometimes they're monotonous. Sometimes you just don't feel like doing them and you can't help but distract yourself and do other things that you actually like to do only to have the things that you need to be doing stack up and hold you back from getting to your goals and visions. And that's why it was on my heart to share with you uh, in this area because this is an area that I personally am constantly dealing with. If you can imagine running a company and running a ministry and all the things that I have on my plate, I can't be the same person I am even just 90 days ago because then our vision wouldn't grow. So I'm constantly reinventing myself and praying for God to reveal to me layers of myself that need to die off and creating new layers of myself that will allow me to step into my God visions. And recently in this last season, you know, God has revealed to me in my prayer time, He said, Son, you need to be able to get back to working out in the mornings. And one of the things that's been painful for me is making that time because there's certain people, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Maybe you're one of the lucky ones where you just can't wait to get on the treadmill and get that second wind, or you can't wait to get in the gym and just pump, you know, just pump the weights, you know, or maybe you just can't wait to go for that morning jog. Like that's not me at all. I just can't wait to like get the day started and have my, my morning cup of mud water if you don't know what mud water is it's like this herbal uh it's like these uh mushrooms that are really healthy for you it's kind of like alternative to coffee i can't wait to ease into my day and kind of get into my word the last thing i want to do is be out of breath before i even start my day because i already have a long day so it's been a challenge for me so the lord like literally told me he's like if you don't you know get into working out now you're not going to have the energy that you need to fulfill the vision I have. And it's so true, right? Getting tired earlier because that health and vitality isn't there. So now it's like the fear of the Lord, right? I don't want to miss out on what God has for me. I don't want to miss out on the best that he has. So literally switching my entire diet to go pescatarian, to just get away from all the inflammation, going away from dairy, going away from beefs, going away from chickens, uh, getting into like literally like diving on my Stairmaster, like every morning, no matter how I feel, like getting it because I don't want to miss what God has, right? And that, there's a season sometimes where the progress is painful. And for you, it might be the gym. For you, it might be making calls, making connections. For you, it might be getting on your social media and selling your product or service and being consistent at that. Whatever you know you need to get done to reach that God vision, there's a time where you have to be able to just lay your flesh down and say, you know what, I'm tired of avoiding this. I'm tired of distracting myself. I'm gonna get the thing I need to get done. I wanna share this verse, it's in Haggai, which a lot of, uh, you know, it's a book that not a lot of people talk about, but there's a golden uh, passage here in chapter one. It says, now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, It says, Consider your ways. You have sown much, but harvest little. You eat, but there is not enough to be satisfied. You drink, but there is not enough to become drunk. You put on clothing, but no one is warm enough. And he who earns, earns wages to put into a purse with holes. Thus says the Lord of the host Consider your ways. I'll say that again, consider your way. Sometimes you have to be able to consider the way that you are living life. It's easy to do work, but how impactful is your work? It's easy to do a workout, but how impactful is your workout? It's easy to show up in your relationship, but how impactful is your presence? It's easy to read the Bible, but how impactful is your study time? We can easily go through the motions because we want to make progress, but it's not going through the motions that's going to give us the progress that we're looking for. It's being impactful that will allow us to have the progress that we're looking for. And that's why the word is saying that we need to consider our ways. We need to consider the way that we're doing life. And it's better to be more impactful than to make just the going, than to just go through the motions. And the same way, it's better to have more impact than it is to have influence. You know, we're in a generation right now where some people want more influence, but where's their impact, right? So in order to live a fulfilled, meaningful life, there has to be some level of impact that is being created with what you put your hands to. And our work, in essence, is a form of worship, right? So we don't want to give anything... Short of our best to God, and that's why we do our work unto the Lord, right? Even if you're an entrepreneur, right? You're the the the, the father is the boss, right? And we want to do our best work, but sometimes that that progress is painful. I want to share this quick story of an eagle. Right around the forty year mark, an eagle has a choice, and if they make this choice, they will live another forty years. But if they don't make this choice. Then they actually will die. I and mean, here's the choice they have to make. Right around the 40 year mark, the 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 beak of an eagle begins to get dull. And so it can no longer kill its prey. Its talents begin to get weak. So it can no longer grab its prey. Its feathers begin to become old and they're no longer they start to stick to the body of the eagle, and so it cannot fly the same. So it has to make a painful decision right around the 40-year mark whether it will get to live another 40 years or if its life will end there. So here's the decision it has to make. He has to be able the eagle has to be able to break off its beak and allow the beak to grow back sharp. That's such a painful thing. Think about that it has to bang its beak on a tree until its beak falls off so that the beak can grow back. Once it grows back it has to rip off its talons and it has to pluck out all of its feathers. But once the feathers grow back and the talons grow back and the beak grows back, the, the eagle gets to live another 40 years. The eagle gets to live another 40 years. So in our lives, what in our lives is going to be painful? But if we do it, it's going to release hope and vision for new layers, new territories, new breakthroughs, new visions, new opportunities. That's why quiet time with the Lord is so important. I want to encourage you to get that quiet time so that you can examine yourself and consider your ways. So you can see what areas of your life need to be addressed, that need to be confronted, no longer avoided. What do you really got to do? And here's the thing. When you identify those things that have been tough for you, it might be waking up early it might be being disciplined with your diet. It might be making those sales calls or networking meetings or doing a lot of your business activities that bore you or admin that you know you need to get done, whatever that is for you. Your flesh and your your DNA is like fighting against you in a way, right? It's like the the flesh doesn't want you to do it. And that's why we distract ourselves. So that's why the Bible doesn't the Bible talks about not operating in the flesh, not relying on your power, but relying on the faith. And that's why you want God to speak to you and give you faith in what and how he will give you the power to overcome that and the promise. And so when I'm struggling with something, I say, Lord, reveal to me the promise you have that will get me through this. Reveal to me like why it's going to be worth it for this sacrifice. Reveal to me the like, like the, how the spirit is going to strengthen me because I struggle with this and I'll hear God speak to me. And those are the words of faith. And he will reassure me that he's with me. He's reassuring me that he's going to give me the power to get through it. He reassures me that it's going to be worth it to the end and that he has something waiting for me. So in those moments, I don't have the mind to get through that, but I'm hearing the voice of God's promises through my prayer time. And those are the reminders that I pull from because I don't have the faith. I'm borrowing the faith from him. I'm borrowing the faith from him because his, what he sees is greater than what I can see. And faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So when you're struggling with a flesh issue, it's because your flesh is greater than your faith. And so what you want to do is, try instead of trying to do it in your own strength, allow your faith to be greater than the flesh. When your faith is greater than the flesh, the faith will win. But it's when you're in your own mind, where you're trying to do everything on your own, that a lot of times you fail and then you feel guilty for failing. Then you feel the shame of not getting it done. Then you feel worse because you didn't get the thing done. You know you needed to get done. And then you're like, oh boy, I already failed. I might as well just go into the fridge and eat a croissant because it feels good. Or I might as well just go to my room and take a nap because at least I'll feel better. right?" And so we find all of these other ways to comfort ourselves because we enter, enter into the cycle of shame for not getting the things done that we know that we need to get done. But that's not how God wants you to operate. He wants you to be able to, he wants to encourage you because he knows those struggles. He knows you better than anybody knows you. And he wants to be a part of those struggles no matter how small they may seem to you. You're like, should I really bring that to God? Yes, bring it to God. Because it's those little things, those little habits in your life that are going to build your character to become the person you need to become. I'll say that again, it's the little habits that the Lord cares about because once you can develop those habits, they're going to be monumental into opening doors to the next layer of your leadership, the next layer of your business success, the next layer of your health that's going to give you the vitality to succeed, right? And we all fall short. We're not perfect, but it's when we re- when we rely on our own flesh to get us through where we fall short. And so I want to encourage you to create space to allow the, the, the Lord to give you faith in the areas you are weak in. And that's why he says in the word that he... In our weakness is his strength, like like his strength is in our weakness, right? It's because it's his holy, it's the Holy Spirit in us that's going to whisper into our voice. It's the power of God that's going to get us through those moments when we do not feel like we have the strength to do it, right? So, I encourage you to keep fighting forward, no matter how painful it is. Make impact in your progress, and allow the Lord's strength to be with you in your weakness. And that way God can get the glory. So when people ask you, how in the world did you do that? How in the world did you do that? You can say, hey, you know what? I'll tell you what, it's the power of God. It's the power of God in me, right? You're alive in Christ. It's the power of God in me. So I want to thank you guys so much for for listening. I want to take a moment to pray, pray for you guys. And before we dive into prayer, um, if you have not yet joined our Spirit Driven Success community, I highly encourage you to be a part of that. And we were on the other day and it was so awesome because uh, we had a guest speaker talking about unlocking your capacity but after we were masterminding and all of us as entrepreneurs were like going over like how like how to market their visions and how to get out your visions to get to new layers and we were all masterminding giving each other ideas and it was incredible and it's only like a dollar to try it out and it's 27 bucks a month you know i don't know if you guys are aware maybe you don't know a little bit about me on a professional level, but our consulting services are like starting at 50,000 a year. And I wanted to give back in this community, it's 27 bucks and you're getting like live training. And so the ideas are high level, um, to help you get to new like levels. You get to learn from other people's visions, uh, there's people in ministry. There's people in business. We were talking about how to grow, uh, how to grow a church. We were talking about how to grow somebody's uh, online program. How to help somebody sell their essential oils. I mean, it was awesome. So that's a, that's the kind of culture that we have. And so I want to invite you back there. It's spiritdrivensuccess.org. dot If you head there, and then the the membership fees will be going up soon because we want to put more resources into that program. And so in order for us to do that, we need to be able to um, ask for more, okay? And I want you to write this down if you're taking notes. Uh, Ministry costs money, so don't be afraid uh, to charge sometimes when you have visions that God has given you, because any vision you have will take resources. But in the kingdom, money is a tool, and it's a resource, right? So we want to be able to to seed so that we can harvest, and we want to be able to ask so that we can bless others who are in need as well, okay? All right, so let me go ahead and pray you out. Lord, thank you so much for every listener, whether they're in their car or in their room or in their office. I pray that you give them strength to have the progress through the times that are painful, Lord, that it won't just be meaningless, going through the motions type of work, that they will will be able to have impact in what they put their hands to, that you will strengthen them in their weakness, and the times that their flesh wants to take over, they will hear your voice and they know that they will be able to reach the promises that you have for them, to be able to let your will be done because of the power and strength in you, Lord. I pray that we create time to consider our ways, that every person will make quiet time to hear your voice and that you show up powerfully in that moment and that you become more intimate in your relationship with each person on here, Lord, and that you begin to reveal strategies, revelations, new ideas, release visions, and be able to show your presence in multifaceted ways, God. You are more than just one way, Lord. You are all, you you are so magnificent. I pray that we get to experience you in different ways other than maybe what we're just used to experiencing in our prayer life, because we're expecting you to show yourself in different ways, Lord. We pray that, uh, I pray that you strengthen the faith of all the listeners on and that they can leave this podcast today, feeling excited, hopeful for their future because you have already written it. So in Jesus name, we give you all the glory for all the amazing things that are already in motion. And we praise you in your name. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this podcast, Feel free to share it. And also, I love the messages that you guys send me on Instagram. If you even, um, you know, share the stories that we post, it's out of my mob, flores if you guys are not following me on Instagram. And uh, if you share any of the stories or tag me in them, I always appreciate them. It helps get the word out. And also just what is meaningful to you. Um, always appreciate that and reviews and all of that. That all helps us get the word out and advance the kingdom. So know that it's not meaningless. Know that I look through those and know that they mean a lot, and they're also encouragement to me as well. So uh, if you haven't yet, leave a review, share this podcast, share this episode with a friend, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Love y'all.